The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase. Shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See associate for details. This is the London Visited Podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi there, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more about some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, We go back to Hampstead and the area around for our third and final part of the podcast on this area. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to www.patreon.com forward slash London Visited. I also want to say a big thanks to Libsyn, our podcast host, for supporting this episode of the podcast. And now to this week's podcast. Hampstead Heath is policed by the Hampstead Heath Constabulary, part of the City of London. Its 12 constables act as Parks Police and they are called upon to enforce bylaws, common law and criminal law protect the City of London property and provide a response to any incident that may disrupt the enjoyment of users of the sites. From their inauguration until the 24th of May 2018, some constables work with the general purpose police dogs. They have been responsible for patrolling the Heath since 1992. The Heath is home to a range of activities, including 16 different sports. It's used by walkers, runners, swimmers and kite flies. Running events include the weekly park run and the annual Race for Life, in aid of Cancer Research UK. Until February 2007, Kenwood also held a series of popular lakeside concerts. Swimming takes place all year round in two of the three natural swimming ponds, the men's pond which opened in the 1890s and the ladies pond which opened in 1925. The mixed pond is only open from May to September, though it is the oldest, having been used since the 1860s. Facilities include an athletics track, a volleyball court, and eight separate children's play areas, including an adventure playground. While living in London, Karl Marx and his family went to the Heath regularly as their favourite outing. A Victorian-era painter, George Atkinson Grimshaw, painted an elaborate nighttime scene of Hampstead Hill in oils. Hampstead Heath has also provided the backdrop for the opening score in Victorian writer Wilkie Collins' novel The Woman in White. Bram Stoker's Dracula is partly set on Hampstead Heath, in scenes when the undead Lucy abducts children playing on the heath. Photos used for the cover of the Kinks LP, the Kinks are the Village Green Preservation Society, were taken on the heath in August 1968. In some of the photographs, Kenwood House is visible in the background. 
Notting Hill featured in scenes shot on the heath, primarily around Kenwood House, where Julia Roberts' character was filming a movie. In John Le Carrier's novel, Smiley's People, the heath is the murder scene of General Vladimir, a pivotal event that leads to the downfall of George Smiley's nemesis Carla. Kenwood House is a former stately home in Hampstead, on the northern boundary of Hampstead Heath. The house was originally constructed in the 17th century and served as a residence for the Earls of Mansfield during the 18th and 19th centuries. The house was part of the grounds and were bought from the 6th Earl of Mansfield in 1925 by Edward Guinness, 1st Earl of Ivor, and donated to the nation in 1927. The entire estate came under the ownership of the London County Council and it was open to the public by the end of the 1920s. It remains a popular tourist attraction, especially at Christmas when the lights are up and we cover that on our YouTube channel. The house is at the north end of Hampstead Heath, to the south of Hampstead Lane. The original house on which the property was presumed to have been built in 1616 by the King's printer John Bill was also known as Cane Wood House. It was acquired in 1694 by the Surveyor General of Ordnance, William Bridges, who demolished the house and rebuilt it. The original brick structure remains intact under the façade, added in the 18th century. The orangery was added around 1700. Bridges sold the house in 1704 and it went under several owners until 1754 when it was bought by the future Earl of Mansfield, William Murray. In 1764, Murray commissioned Robert Adam to remodel the house. Adam was given complete freedom to design it as he chose. He added the library, one of his most famous interiors, to balance the orangery and accommodate Lord Mansfield's extensive book collection. He also designed the Ionic portico at the entrance. In 1780, the house became a permanent residence. Following the Earl's death in 1793, ownership passed to his nephew, David Murray, 2nd Earl of Mansfield. He commissioned an extension of the property, initially by Robert Naismith, then by George Saunders. Saunders added two wings on the north side, along with offices, kitchen buildings and brewery, now the restaurant to the side. A dairy was added at this time to supply Kenwood House with milk and cheese. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. The main Hampstead Highgate Road was moved to the north between 1793 and 1796 so that it would not run directly alongside the property. The second Earl died in 1796 and ownership passed to his son, David William Murray, 3rd Earl of Mansfield. William Atkinson made several alterations to the property between 1803 and 1839. The property remained part of the Mansfield estate throughout the rest of the century. After two years of negotiations, the 6th Earl of Mansfield leased the house in 1910 to the exiled Grand Duke Michael McKillicosh of Russia and his morganatic wife, Countess Sophie of Merenberg. Now, do you have a great idea for a brand new podcast? You can bring your idea to life and start your podcast today with Libsyn. Our podcast has been on Libsyn now for two and a half years and we love using it because it is so simple and easy to use and you'd never think starting a podcast and having it hosted could be so easy. Libsyn has everything you need to plan, launch and grow your own podcast. Libsyn provides some of the best resources created by expert podcasters who will show you everything you need to know. 
like what equipment you should use, how to record great audio, how to get your show onto Apple Podcasts and other popular platforms, and so much more. Plus, as a friend of London visited, when you sign up with Libsyn, you get your first month of podcast hosting for free. There never has been a better time than right now for you to start podcasting. Visit Libsyn.com and use the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D. That's Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. And use code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D, to get started and create your podcast today. So if you've been thinking, like we did for some time, about starting that podcast, there's never been a better time. Get out there and give it a go. You'll thank us later. Believe you me, when we started doing the podcast, if it hadn't been for the ease of using Libsyn, we probably wouldn't be over 100 episodes of where we are today. So a massive thank you to Libsyn for sponsoring this episode. Part of the grounds of Kenwood House were bought by the Kenwood Preservation Society in 1922, after there had been threats that it would be sold to a building syndicate. This land came under control of the London County Council in 1924, and it was opened to the public the following year by King George V. Lord Ivy, a rich Anglo-Irish businessman and philanthropist of the Guinness family, bought the house and the remaining 74 acres, not under public ownership from the Mansfield family in 1925, and left it to the nation upon his death in 1927. It was open to the public the following year. The furnishings had already been sold by then, but some of the furniture has since been bought back. The paintings are from Ivy's collection. Kenwood House was closed at the start of World War II. Following the war, the house came under the ownership of the London County Council, and it reopened it in 1950. The late 18th century extensions by Saunders were restored from 1955 to 1959. Ownership transferred to the Greater London Council in 1965, and following the Greater London Council's demise in 1986, English Heritage took over responsibility for the estate. The house was closed for major renovations from 2012 until late 2013, partly funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund. This included repairing the Westmoreland slate roof, redisplaying the ivy bequest paintings in the south of the house, and redecorating the structure to closely resemble Adam's original design. In the past year, over 100,000 people have visited the house. There are two drives leading to the house from Hampstead Lane. Each has a gated white brick lodge. The north, or main entrance, or the front of the house, was designed by Robert Adam and is set in stucco with a central portico. The south front is constructed out of a single stucco block. It was restored to its original design in 1975. To the east of the house is the service wing, constructed from London stock brick. Opposite this is the brick house, designed as a cold plunge bath. The estate has a designed landscape with gardens near the house, probably originally designed by Humphrey Repton, contrasting with some surrounding woodland and naturalistic Hampstead Heath to the south. There is also a garden designed by Arabella Lennox Boyd. The estate is Grade 2 listed on the Register of Historic Parks and Gardens. One third of the estate is a site of special scientific interest, particularly the ancient woodlands. These are home to many birds and insects and the largest pipistrel bat roost in London. There are sculptures by Barbara Hepworth, Henry Moore and Eugene Doigoyne in the gardens near the house. Music concerts, originally classical but in more recent years predominantly pop concerts, were held by the lake on Saturday evenings every summer from 1951 until 2006, attracting thousands of people to picnic and enjoy the music, scenery and spectacular fireworks. In February 2007, English Heritage decided to abandon these concerts owing to restrictions placed on them after protests from some local residents 
On the 19th of March 2008, it was announced that the concerts would return to a new location on the pasture ground within the Kenwood estate, with a number of concerts limited to eight per season. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Kenwood House contains a significant number of historic paintings and other works of art, including 63 old master paintings. Most of the works were acquired by Ivy in the 1880s and 1890s, and are mainly old master portraits, landscapes, and 17th century Dutch and Flemish works and British artists. Others were not part of the Ivy bequest, but were added to the collection after his death because of a connection with Kenwood House. There is also a collection of shoe buckles, jewellery, and portrait miniatures. In 2002, a selection of the Suffolk collection of Stuart portraits was moved to Kenwood from Rangers House, Greenwich. In 2012, an exhibition of works from the art collection Rembrandt, Van Dyck, Gainsborough, The Treasures of Kenwood House began a tour of the museums in the United States, while Kenwood House was undergoing renovations. Many of the works had never been seen outside of Britain. The exhibit opened on the 6th of June 2013 in Little Rock, Arkansas, at the Arkansas Art Center. The house was the subject of Margaret Calkin James's poster in the 1930s, seen by many commuters on the London Underground. Sense and Sensibility, the British film, was filmed here in 1995. Many scenes from the 2013 film Bell were filmed here, in which William Murray figures as a character and are set in the house or its gardens, although filmed elsewhere. The Bishop's Avenue connects the north side of Hampstead Heath at Kenwood to East Finchley and is on the boundary between the London boroughs of Barnet and Haringey. It is considered to be one of the wealthiest streets in the world. The road is often referred to by its nickname of Billionaire's Row. The 66 House Street runs downhill north-south and with the parallel Winnington Road displays a variety of architectural styles. Average property prices on the avenue surpassed £1 million in the late 1980s and each property occupies a two to three acre plot. In 2006, the smallest houses in the street were selling for £5 million, while a larger house, Turkish Tycoon, Halis Toprik's 30,000 square feet, Toprik Mansion, sold amidst great secrecy to the President of Kazakhstan for £50 million on January 2008, making it one of the most expensive houses in the world, as listed by Forbes magazine. Homes on the street are now on the market for up to £65 million. Together with Whittington Road and Ingram Avenue, it is named after Arthur Willington Ingram, who, as Bishop of London, owned much of the surrounding area following a land grant in 1904. Most of the land was sold privately in the early 20th century, and today only one house on the road is owned by the church, 46 the Bishop's Avenue, and a nearby residential home. The Bishop's Avenue is home to monarchs, 
business magnates and celebrities. An estate agent for the area, Trevor Abrahamson, said in 2006, among the wealthiest circles in the world, the Bishop's Avenue is better known than Buckingham Palace. It's a significant demonstration of status. If you live there, you don't need to explain to people that you're rich. The Guardian revealed in 2014 that in total 16 of the properties, an estimated worth of £350 million, are derelict and have not been lived in for several decades. According to one resident, perhaps only three of the houses are occupied on a full-time basis. Most of the properties in the most expensive part of the avenue are registered to companies in tax havens, including the British Virgin Islands, the Bahamas, Panama and the Channel Islands, allowing international owners to avoid paying stamp duty on the purchase and to remain anonymous. So, I hope you've enjoyed our three-part look at the Hampstead area, the Heath, Kenwood House and all the surrounding parts of it. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or through our social media. It's that easy. Also, I'd like to say a big thank you again to Libsyn, our podcast host, for supporting this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening and really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.